0: Hey, my muffs. What's going on out there? I hope that you are doing all right today or a lot better. So we're here to talk about family obligations and re into the whole system. I've got to assume if you are listening to this, your family has PTSD or significant mental illness. (laughs) I mean, probably untreated generations of it. If you still don't see it yourself, how could you? This was your prevailing idea of normal. And a lot of times they say that they're doing just fine, that this is how humans are and relationships work. And who are you to say otherwise? Well, you might be just the right person to say otherwise because you're probably the only one who's been working on figuring out what healthy humans and relationships are. Maybe for the first time in your entire lineage. And it makes you one brave motherfucker. Don't ever let that perspective get twisted. We're going to return to it later for reinforcement. But let's also not fail to mention, people are really excellent at masking and overcompensating for their mental ailments. Just like animals in the wild, we do not like to show our weaknesses and pain points. But in the human species, we especially do not like others knowing that our brains, of all things, have weaknesses and issues. That's enough to get you locked up or stoned to death in our not-so-distant history. So, what you hear from your family may or may not dictate reality from a psychologically informed perspective. But I think we can all probably agree, your fam is most likely a bit fucked. And that's okay. We've all been a bit fucked before we sought any new information or help. They just might not be willing to catch up to where you are now. But that can be a really major problem, especially as we are attempting to recover and rewire our brains to create better lives than those who came before. So... Let us talk about getting re-immersed in the family structure and all of the challenges that will bring. You know, for one reason or another. Now, if your response is no, never, yeah, you're not alone. None of us want to go back there. We remember what it was like, and we've seen the aftermath in our own brains after every fucking holiday visit. But the truth is, there will probably come a time when you maybe have to, or at least have to consider if you have to go back. A time when duty calls, when something goes wrong and it's the right thing to do, morally and or socially. You're being pressured to pony up and offer your assistance. It's a time of filial obligation or the efforts that we owe our clans in return for raising us. It's a really common theme across cultures, and obviously the desire to fulfill our human duties is very high. Not to mention, desire to pacify or please our families, it's in our blood. Biologically, we are tethered to them. And it's also sneakily sewn into our brains, into our automatic behaviors, through the cycle of abuse that I am certain most of us have experienced and heard about before. This result is a sustained effort to try to earn their high regard through the cycle of intermittent reinforcement and punishment. It's basically how we train dogs to constantly perform the tricks that we teach them. If you give them treats once in a while, the brain will continue to follow a maybe, maybe, maybe pattern of hope for reinforcement that keeps it responding to the instructions as expected, even if there is no reward ever returned. We don't turn around and beat the dog afterwards. That's the only real difference in this metaphor between training an animal and how our families trained us. Plus, we often are raised to feel responsible for the people who should have been responsible for our own kiddo selves. We're used to taking care of them, whether that's in physical, mental, or emotional ways. A lot of our families are less functional than we are, and we learned to compensate for their deficits by taking on the burden ourselves, including if that's emotional support that we lend. It turns into just a lifelong pattern to put your shit last because someone else isn't taking care of their own. So being called back home for similar reasons is no different. Our brains will tell us, yes, this is the correct thing to do. Even if our bodies are screaming, oh, hell no, this has literally never worked out positively in the past. And our trauma brains are rightfully freaking the freak out. But who wins? Our instincts, emotions, and belief in past experiences? Our old, belabored brains that just want to prove to everyone, ourselves included, that we are good enough human animals? Mm Mm-hmm. For most of us, the trauma programming, social pressure, and desire to prove ourselves moral apes is going to win. Or we find that we just can't escape the situation somehow. There's no other option. It's just the easier thing to do than to face the backlash. Or you can't morally live with yourself if you don't do what seems right. Period. All of these things happen, and every situation is different. There is no solution to save everyone across the board. Sometimes we do have to return to our homelands and our home associations. Problem being, going back home to fulfill your family duties will put you directly in contact with factors that harm your brain and set you backwards in your recovery. Point blank. The triggers? Still there. The folks who implanted those programs in the first place – not so different from who they've always been. The expectations of you, probably similarly outrageous to every other time in history, maybe more so. And the attention paid to your perspective throughout the whole matter? None. Moot point. This isn't about you or what that means for your brain or your life. It's about taking care of them. Perhaps like it has always been. So triggerings and parts activations, very likely. On top of that, as we learned from the literature, this filial obligation setup in which you're assisting a family member somehow creates a wonderful sense of, one, entrapment, and two, doubt of our own capacities to fulfill the needs of others while keeping ourselves afloat in the circumstances. So first up, entrapment. We can't escape the situation that we never asked for. It's not in our control how quickly someone heals or how rapidly some financial disaster can be settled. We cannot manhandle or control the situation. We're just stuck, waiting for time and circumstances to pass. And nothing is worse than getting stalled out in a holding pattern, just waiting for something to happen, especially if that something could be the restle final resting of a family member. A weird guilt fest is bound to happen there. Secondly, talking about doubting our own capacities. Meanwhile, as all of this is happening, our brains are going to be going off the motherfucking chain. Seeing what's expected of them versus what's realistic for one person to accomplish sustainably for seemingly unending durations of time – it tells the brain that it cannot keep up and maybe it never will. Not to mention, but here we go, that those child parts inside of you are being activated and rising to power, creating a sense of self that's splintered, fragmented, immature, and largely based on your capacity when you are still knee high. So assessing yourself from that vantage point... Not a great combination through and through, and all of these things will lead to doubting your own ability to endure the situation without crumbling. That, in turn, creates fear, and the subjective experience of fear creates PTSD, or a heavily reignited trauma brain at the very least. And that is what we all have to look forward to someday for all of us who have any remaining family system. Your siblings, aunts, uncles, grandparents, and beyond are not excluded from this conversation, by the way. Those brains all grew together. They're all carrying the same family narratives and ailments to some extent, which are going to bother you to some extent. Which brings us to the next point. Yo, Society is going to tell you that you cannot just opt out of this family servitude, even if it comes at the expense of your own self. They're going to tell you that you should be experiencing undying gratitude for these people boning and bringing you technically alive to adulthood. And you're the asshole if you turn your back on them for your own protection or life sustainment mix this narrative with any sense of loyalty or remaining love for the folks in question, and you will have quite a battle of the brains going on inside of you. Knowing that this experience is going to hurt you, but also knowing that people are hurting and you wouldn't want to be in the same shoes unsupported, having empathy can be a real fucking bummer. And it's a T-brain cluster frack when we feel for people who don't feel for us. So what's a fucker to do? Well, I just can't answer that for you. But I do have pointers from having this exact situation come up for the third fucking time while the inner circle shared their wisdom with me and has helped me put this into place. So... This whole situation is going to depend on your own degree of recovery, of your ability to establish and enforce boundaries in the situation, the depth of the family immersion that is involved, and the conditions of everyone surrounding the whole situation. You're going to have to get real with yourself about who these people were, who they are now, what happens historically, what could happen presently, and what you're hoping for as a result of the situation, plus what you can actually contribute, as in, for how long can you lend what support based on your lifetime of past experiences and trauma learning being taken into consideration? Think of your family. Are they physically dangerous, psychologically nefarious, still holding all grudges and victim narratives, Is anyone there going to be reasonable? Are you going to be able to support your brain when they are not? (laughs) What is the best case scenario? And honestly, what are the more likely outcomes? Think them through. Work through these points. Sit with yourself in your body and decide how you can best proceed. What safety factors can you set up? what boundaries, what forms of support. Also keeping in mind the aftermath. How will you likely beat the shit out of yourself when it has all come to pass? Guilt is the very common response. So how will you seek additional social support when it's all said and done in order to keep your perspectives out of the danger territory of flipping into self-condemnation That would keep you from ever actually exiting this experience because you'll keep replaying it in your own head. Look, I can't answer any of it for you. It is a situation by situation conversation, and it takes a lot of reflection along with self acknowledgement to come to the answers. The thing that I just want you to remember is a shared history means a shared traumatic past and a shared set of triggers that can kick you back, screaming into all of it. Not to mention, probably a lot of shared parts with your family members that aren't particularly your finest pieces of your personality. Let's just be honest. And lastly, let's say uh, family tethering, as it's called, will stop you from progressing. That is, being stuck to your family, Being part of your family system without a way out will not allow you to grow or change for the better. It won't. The narratives they're always repeating will corrupt your own perspectives. Those behaviors have been hardwired as call and response points for you, which you will really struggle to fight against. Those emotions are contagious and the basis for your own foundational understanding of emotions and their mental illness has always been, and still is transmissible. So tread lightly, maybe set your boundaries now before anything even goes down. And if they don't prepare for their own future with that knowledge in hand, uh, that's a bummer. At least you tried to prompt them to help themselves. Whether that horse drinks or not truly is not your call. Not to say that bitterness is the answer but boundaries are, including laying out boundaries with yourself. Do what you can do to protect yourself in that situation. Do not sell yourself out. Preferably get clear on these things before it begins and definitely reanalyze when you're in the depth of it. If this is on the horizon for you at any point in the near future, just get your gears in motion now. Start thinking through what reasonable expectations means to you and how to define them. Start getting that support network built up so your brain doesn't implode when left to its own devices, so you're not alone with only your sense of entrapment and its close companion, defeat. And that is where we'll pick up next time when we talk about entrapment and defeat. Trauma typical vibes that we need to shake off before they become perpetually self limiting programs, or worse, prerequisites to ending it all. And on that somber note, till we meet again, remember you're not alone, even in the isolation of family entrapment through filial obligation. Seek support. This topic was a big hitter in the community. Because we all fear it. We have been through it or we are deeply in it now. You are in good company no matter what. So think about it. Hail yourself. Protect yourself. Hail your right to reasonable expectations and boundaries. Hail Archie. And cheers, y'all. I'll see you real soon. Bye. Hey again fuckers. I'm just popping in to mention some next steps that you can take to help yourself and this project to continue evolving. Got comments on anything presented here? Check out Spotify to answer community discussion questions for each show and to read responses from others. Subscribe to the private stream that's located there for a smattering of extra trauma talk episodes just to get a better idea of what we do here. Send in your voice recording or send an introductory DM wherever you find me. I love hearing from you and sharing your insights. For one of these avenues, just hit up Instagram at traumatized.motherfuckers and see semi-regular posts from me on all of the topics that we discussed here and beyond. Especially that society trauma culture, bull nonsense, which has become a platform fave. If this show has helped you in any way, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. It helps this little Land of Misfit Toys DIY effort enormously. And when you're ready to rethink how you think, to redraft your brain and make lifelong changes, I'll see you in the private community. Find it at patreon.com slash traumatized motherfuckers for hundreds of personal experience and academic research mashup episodes. If you're ready for it, jump into the closed door discord support community that you may have been looking for, full of folks who get it and are actively working towards their own recoveries. Why is it a closed community, you ask? To make sure that we're in a safe place where we have the resources we need for rewiring and none of the abuse re-immersion. That said, inflation may have rocked prices everywhere, but not here. Learn to support yourself, and your life will flourish. Till then, take care out there, battling the cunt muffins, rocking our inner and outer worlds, and I'll see you in the motherfucking fort. Hail yourself, and cheers, y'all.